That passage, the passage from Isaiah, Isaiah 49, has a, has a, uh, let's just say a formula to it, okay? And it is, it, it is a passage where you begin with a calling, and then there's a crisis, and then there's a conquest, and then a conclusion. And so, it's like a, this little pericope, this little paragraph, might you say. It is, it, like I said, becomes, begins with the calling, okay? And so, as, as it was said, that he said, He made my mouth like a sharp sword. In the shadow of his hand he hid me. He made me a polished arrow. In his quiver he hid me again. So you get this image of Isaiah being um, not only encouraged, but sustained. And so it goes to the first three uh, verses, and then it said, The Lord said to me, You are my servant Israel, in whom I will be glorified. In other words, it's on you. It's on you, Isaiah. Can you imagine what that felt like? Can you imagine what it felt like to have the Lord go, um, you know all my people, I'm assigning you to go in there, out there, wherever it may be, and share the good news with them. Well, as any of us might do in that moment, we respond with, oh, oh God, I'm tired. It's, I'm, I'm not getting, getting anywhere. I feel like I'm wasting my time. I do. He says, I've labored in vain. I've spent my strength for nothing and vanity. Yet surely my right is with the Lord and my recompense is with my God. In other words, surely I'll get paid well for this. As in, the way God pays, which is salvation. But you can, you can, you can. It's like I love these glimpses into humanity of these people, like Isaiah. How many times have you been called to do something, and you've been called before? That wasn't the first time. You get called before, and eventually you just go, okay. Mom, I've been out there. The grass is growing so fast. And I can't keep up with it. That's when mom's asking you to cut the grass, by the way. I was there a lot. We, had, we lived on the edge of some water, and it was like the grass was just like on hyperspeed. I think I cut the, in the summer, I think I cut the grass like two times a week, three times a week. But my point of just going there is not, not wandering, but just to say, there's so many times that we just get asked over and over again. And finally we go and say, well, come on. And that was Isaiah. That was his humanity. He's saying, Lord, it feels like I'm wasting my time. They're not turning. They don't care. But he goes, he catches himself and he says, but, but I'll, I'll do it for you. I'll do it. And so, the conquest comes along. So in 
verse 5, And now the Lord says, He who formed me from the womb to be a servant, to bring Jacob back to him, that Israel might be gathered to him, I'm honored in the eyes of the Lord. And my God has become my strength. And then it closes out with, And the Lord says to him, It is too light a thing that, sh- that you should be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to bring back the preserved of, of Israel. And so, too light a thing. It's like, I'm, I'm not asking a lot of you. I just want you to take this message and share it with our people, my people. Hmm. So, over and over again, this servant of the Lord is brought to a point where he has to submit. He has to submit. He has to put aside himself and do this job. That's essentially what it is whenever there's a calling. Often we're called to do things that we're not excited about, like a boy cutting the grass. But you have to submit. And we learn to submit. Submit is not a bad word. Sometimes people who submit are taken advantage of, but especially in this setting, Submission is not a bad, not a bad word. A servant of God has one master. And that master wants us to put God in the center and put our own needs off to the side. Don't forget your needs. But the good news is God, God specializes in making somebody out of nobody. God specializes in making somebody out of nobody. And in the big scheme of things, we're all nobodies. But God does great things through us. Makes us somebody in His mission. But it begins with that submission. It begins with letting go and let somebody else take over. It reminds me of a time about 15 years ago when Elizabeth, my daughter Elizabeth, was 16 years old. And she'd gotten her driver's license. And... I recall she was driving her mother's car and somehow I I got I broke down somewhere. So, you know, she's 16. She hadn't been driving that long. So, I needed a ride. And the only person that could give me a ride was my daughter. So, I go, do you know where I am? Yes, Dad said, can you come get me? Yes, Dad. I need a ride. Yes, Dad. What are you doing? She says, I'm watching TV. I go, well, turn off the TV and come get me. So I wait 45 minutes, an hour. She takes her sweet little time. And she shows up in the parking lot. She pulls up beside me. She rolls down the window and says, Get in. I go, Oh, yeah? Yeah. Get in the car. 
I'm driving. Think about it. That is a very real submission. I see Adam smiling. His boys, oh, you'll be there one day. But you have to submit to somebody that can save you. I, I didn't, I, I just go and sat in the car. Sat down like I might if Christy was driving it. And off we go. I said, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. I'm just going to let her take me where I need to go. And she did wonderful. She did a great job of it. I didn't tell her any directions or anything. Because she knew where everything was. She knew where she needed to go. And I got there and took care of my business. And I don't remember the rest of the day, but I can just remember that feeling of when I first sat in that passenger seat and said, Okay, hope she remembers everything I taught her. But she did. But isn't that the same way we, we, we turn to Christ, turn to God? There's a calling, just as Elizabeth did. Get in the car. There's a calling there. God, in a way, calls us to get in His car. No, you're not going to drive it. No, you're not going to make decisions for me. Get in the car. I know where you need to go. I know where you need to be. That day, that submission to my daughter saved me. And I was able to take care of business. I'm sure it was church business at the time. But in the same way, when God calls you to get in the car... Yeah, you're called to submit. And submitting to God is a great thing. Because you get to go places. You get to see people. You get to experience situations. You actually become somebody. It's powerful. Because God really does make somebody out of nobody. And we're all getting called. Just look at the nominating committee. Adam, Adam and others before him have done a great job on that. And we have people that were called, brand new people, Janie and Christy, to be deacons. We have others that were called to come back, Mike and, and, and uh, Marshall. and They're going to do wonderful. But we're all being called in various ways, just like Cindy did this morning. You know, where she said, well, we're gearing up to do with it. You know, the Easter, um, almost said cantata, but they, they, they have the Easter choir together. And she calls them. And she, just like God, she expects them to respond. She didn't give, it, give, she didn't give me an option. But that's God. That's how God works. It's like, I'm planning this. And God speaks to us as if, and I'm expecting you to participate. And it will be beautiful. And Cindy will lead us wonderfully. In a way, Cindy too, as the choir director said, get in the car. We've got places to go. So this day, as you hear this ancient, old story of Isaiah, 
still pertains to us. It's still about us. We're getting called every day. Called by God. And the opportunities come up. They do. One of God's specialties is to make somebody out of nobody. And the gift of submission is salvation. My daughter saved me that day. God saves us that way. Let us pray. Dear Lord, as, as we are starting off this new year, the 15th, we're two weeks into the year. There's a lot of 2023 left. And indeed, Lord, help us to be open to Your calling. Help us to step into that, to, to sit down in that car. Help us to trust in You that You know the way and You will take us there if we simply submit. May it be so. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.